April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 17th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to the New York Times, drones have exploded over the Kremlin. Russian military aircraft are crashing before they even reach Ukrainian airspace. A Russian mercenary boss is releasing one profanity-laced tirade after another, claiming that corrupt Russian generals who all reek of expensive perfume, are sending soldiers to their deaths. And Ukraine's long-anticipated counteroffensive hasn't even started in earnest. Those problems are now threatening to derail what just weeks ago had seemed finally to be a rare military success in Russia's grasp. Victory in the long-running bloody battle for the eastern Ukrainian city of Bakhmut. Increased support from Western backers is starting to help Ukraine on the battlefield, another challenge for Moscow. Patriot missile batteries supplied by the United States are offering better protection against Russian attacks in the Ukrainian capital, and long-range cruise missiles from Britain are enabling Ukrainian forces to strike farther behind Russian lines. Prizing loyalty above all else, Mr. Putin appears prepared to stomach sniping among his war leaders as long as it doesn't threaten him personally. Among Russia's elite, business leaders appear to have grown accustomed to the idea of a years-long war and have adapted supply chains and their own consumption and travel patterns to Western sanctions. The Washington Post reports that President Biden heads to Japan on Wednesday for a wide-ranging trip that marks a renewed push on his part to confront China's growing political military, and economic power at a time when some experts warn that tensions between the two superpowers have grown dangerously high. Biden had planned to travel to Australia and Papua New Guinea, as well as Japan, on a seven-day excursion, but the White House announced Tuesday that it was canceling those legs of the trip so the president could focus on talks with congressional leaders over raising the government's debt limit and avoiding a potentially catastrophic default. The trip is aimed at bolstering support for Ukraine, combating climate change, and tackling global inflation. But more than any other issue, it is meant to counter China, a global superpower that will not be at the meeting, but will be very much top of mind. Administration officials say Biden has made clear that he does not want a cold war with China, and that he has pushed to engage with the Chinese in areas where there is mutual interest or where it is crucial to avoid dangerous outcomes. But aides say the success of that effort 
depends in part on how firmly other countries ally with the United States in taking on Beijing's aggressiveness. According to the AP, debt limit talks shifted to an encouraging new phase Tuesday as President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy named top emissaries to negotiate a deal to avert an unprecedented national default. Biden cut short an upcoming overseas trip in hopes of closing an agreement before June 1st deadline. The fresh set of negotiators means discussions are now largely narrowed to what the White House and McCarthy will accept in order to allow lawmakers to raise the debt limit in the coming days. The speaker said after a meeting with Biden and congressional leaders that a deal was possible by week's end, even as, in McCarthy's view, the two sides remained far apart for the moment. Biden was publicly upbeat after a roughly hour-long meeting in the Oval Office, despite having to cancel the Australia and Papua New Guinea portions of his overseas trip that begins today. Biden will participate in a Group of Seven summit in Hiroshima, Japan, but then return to Washington on Sunday. Elsewhere, Politico reports that the EU is unlikely to amend its 11th Russia sanctions package to permanently shut natural gas pipelines the Kremlin turned off following its invasion of Ukraine, even though it's up for discussion at the upcoming G7 summit, diplomats told Politico. According to draft conclusions seen by the Financial Times, the G7 Club of Rich Democracies meeting in Japan is mulling a measure that would bar countries like Germany and Poland from resuming imports of natural gas from Russia, even if the Kremlin decides to turn the taps back on. But that would have to be accepted by G7 members like Germany and Italy, which still have pipeline links to Russia, even if the gas flowing through them has dropped off to almost nothing, and EU officials and analysts say there is no consensus in support of the idea. Before the full-scale invasion of Ukraine, Russia supplied over 40% of EU's gas imports. That's now fallen to less than 8%, according to the Bruegel think tank. The European Commission declined to comment on the pipeline sanctions report. According to the BBC, former French President Nicolas Sarkozy has lost his appeal against a prison sentence for corruption. However, the Paris Appeals Court ruled that he could serve his time at home wearing a tag instead of going to jail. In 2021, Sarkozy was sentenced to three years in prison, including two suspended for trying to influence a judge in a separate case. The 68-year-old was the first former French president to get a custodial sentence. The former president was convicted of attempting to obtain information about a case in 2014, after he had left office, by suggesting he could secure a prestigious job for the judge. He has been banned from holding office for three years. It is one of several corruption cases involving Sarkozy, who denies any wrongdoing. Reuters is reporting that Ukraine denied on Wednesday that a Russian hypersonic missile had destroyed a U.S.-made Patriot missile defense system during an airstrike on Kyiv. Russia's defense ministry made the assertion on Tuesday after an overnight air attack on the Ukrainian capital. 
Two U.S. officials later said a Patriot system had probably suffered damage, but that it did not appear to have been destroyed. The Patriot system is one of an array of sophisticated air defense units supplied by the West to help Ukraine repel Russian airstrikes following Moscow's invasion last year. It is considered one of the most advanced U.S. air defense systems, including against aircraft, cruise missiles, and ballistic missiles, and typically includes launchers along with radar and other support vehicles. Russian President, Russian President Vladimir Putin has touted the Kinzel missile as proof that his country has world-beating military hardware. Ukraine said it had shot down six Kinzel missiles on Tuesday, but Russia denied this. It was not clear which Western weapon Ukraine used, and the Pentagon had no immediate comment. In lighter news from the New York Post, one man's trash is another's treasure. Well, that hopefully will be true for whoever ends up in possession of the terrifying barnacle-ridden dolls found on a Texas beach, which are now headed to auction to raise money for a local wildlife rehabilitation group. The creepy plastic demon babies were found along a 40-mile stretch in southern Texas with rocks, barnacles, and other debris in their hollowed-out eye sockets, plus missing limbs, and collected for any horror fans who may want them. Other than the demon dolls, the items to be auctioned include a fiberglass mermaid and a prosthetic leg, a spell bottle, Haitian money, an old Bible, a Chinese beer, steamship coal from the 1800s, and a message in a bottle sent from Jamaica, all found washed up on a beach by researchers from the reserve. The 2023 Tony's Trash to Treasure sale will take place on Saturday, with all of the money raised from the sale being donated to Amos Rehabilitation Keep. ARK's mission is to rescue and rehabilitate sick and injured birds, sea turtles, terrestrial turtles, and tortoises found along the South Texas coast, and then return them to their native habitat. If you have a strange but true story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.